Are you listening? Damn. Hey everyone, welcome to the Peak Podcast, a source of information, tools, tips, skills, lessons, stories, and mindset to help you reach your peak and beyond in fitness, relationships, your career, and so much more. Let's do this. guys, welcome to another episode of the Peak Podcast. Marco Augusto back with you again. Today I wanted to talk about five ways to start training, alright? Five ways to get motivated to start training. Okay, so a lot of people, um, when they're, you know, they may give the excuse that they can't find the motivation. And this may or may not be a good excuse, it may not be a good reason, whatever. The problem is that the the fitness industry can make people feel like uh, they're you know less of a person or something like this that because they can't find a motivation, right? And that's not the case at all. If you can't find the motivation to exercise, it simply means you can't find the motivation. Okay, it doesn't make you a good or bad person so that's first thing that i really want to get out of the way okay if someone exercises or doesn't exercise doesn't make them a better or worse person all right so let's get into five of the ways that i think can really help you to get that motivation to get initially into the training so then you can make a big difference in your life so number one, get a coach. Now, you're probably thinking, well, of course you're going to say that. You're a coach. Um, and yeah, all right, it's my list, so I can put that first. But for people starting out, knowing actually what to do at the gym can be the thing holding them back, all right? So if you uh, feel overwhelmed or you've been to the gym but you're just not sure what to do that is the reason you should get a personal trainer or a coach i'm not one of those people that believes that you need a coach all the time but when you start training i think it is a really good investment to get a coach one they're going to give you the knowledge that you need to do it yourself okay this is important because at some point you need to be empowered to train or exercise by yourself. You may or may not choose to do that, okay? You may actually find that you like training with the coach so much that you just stay with them and that's cool too. That's a, that's, that may be even better. But what the a coach or personal trainer teaches you isn't really rocket science okay it's not it's not that technical once you've got the foundations down pat you should be able to do a lot of it yourself okay also being accountable to someone else 
often motivates people to exercise, okay? So they can't find the motivation for themselves, but they don't want to let the coach or trainer down by not turning up. If you go there and you commit, you put it on paper, electronic signature, handshake, whatever form of agreement that you give, all of a sudden you want to stay consistent to that. You've told that person that you are going to train, you're going to commit. So that word, giving that person your word, all of a sudden will drive you to turn up on a regular basis. If you were doing it yourself, you probably wouldn't find that drive. But not letting someone else down uh, can be a great motivator to start and continue your training, your exercise, whatever. Okay, number two. And number two is a bit of a follow-on from the first one, but it can be uh, completely separate. And This is what I, I like to call put skin in the game. Okay, so people don't start exercising or people don't exercise on a regular basis because they're not losing anything. Okay, there's our health doesn't deteriorate that quickly. So if you don't exercise for a year, you may not actually have that massive change. You actually may not pull on that much weight or you may not feel that unhealthy. So it doesn't feel like that you're losing anything, okay? So if you're going to be break-even, then what motivation is there? If you start paying someone, like a coach, or you start paying for a program, something along those lines, something that you are putting in some amount of money, you are more likely to commit, okay? All of a sudden, your hard-earned money is going towards something. You can waste that money and not turn up, but more than likely, that will be your driver to continue your exercise. This is also one reason why joining a gym isn't enough to stay motivated. Most gym well, most gym memberships that I've been, uh, that I've had in the past, are probably $20 a week at most. Most people won't even notice $20 a week coming out of their account. So if they don't notice and they don't care, well, that's not going to provide motivation for you to go, okay? That's kind of why gyms place the membership at that price. Ideally, they'd prefer you didn't turn up because if all of their members turned up, they'd have packed gyms, okay? But they'd actually prefer you pay and didn't turn up. As sucky as that sounds, that's the truth, okay? When you are paying more towards the 60, 70, 100, even more per week for your membership to I don't know, a gym, a fitness facility, a coach, some program online, then you are more likely to stick to it, okay? When it's a significant amount of money relative to how much you earn, then you're going to stick to it, okay? Either you're going to quit because it's too much or you're going to stick to it. So 
second point, put some skin in the game, all right? You gotta have, you gotta invest some money into yourself. If it's not a significant amount of money, you're probably not going to commit long-term to your training and your exercise regime. Okay, the third point, go with a friend. Okay, this one's super simple. People go to the gym overwhelmed because they don't know what to do and they're training by themselves so they feel as if everyone's looking at them. Just so you know, no one's really looking at you and the reason for that is because everyone thinks that everyone is looking at them. That's That does your head in. But no one is really looking at your training. That's the first thing. But there is that sense of safety when you're training with someone else, right? So go with a friend. Go with someone who either knows what they're doing or knows more at least. That's a bit dangerous. I've seen uh, people teach their friends uh, exercises and it doesn't look pretty. But go with someone who knows, who you know, who knows their stuff. Or go with a friend who just wants to start training as well. You just want to commit. You can, you two can learn together. You could probably combine this with the first point that I made, getting a coach. You can probably go uh, one-on-two training where you split the hourly rate with a coach. Most coaches can train two people at once. No worries. I'd like to think so. And you're going to get great results. You're doing it with a friend, so you're probably going to have fun as well. And you're more likely to commit. When they're not feeling it, you're going to motivate them. When you're not feeling it, they are going to motivate you, all right? So go with a friend. Ask friends, whoever. Put it out on social media. Who wants to come start training with me? I want to make a difference in my life. Who wants to join me doing weight training, doing running, doing sport, whatever? Don't care. So third point, to get, motivate, to get motivated to start exercising, go with a friend. Fourth point, start small, okay? It is, it's easy to get overwhelmed when we're presented with these people on magazines who are just ripped, ripped six packs, eight packs, 12 packs. You didn't even know that you could get 12 packs. And these guys have got 12 packs. Girls at the CrossFit Games who are just doing all the snatches, all the cleans, all the presses, running, everything. That can be really overwhelming if you've never been before, right? Often the fitness industry, I say that in um, quotation marks, fitness industry kind of presents uh, the, the very end, what you look like at the end, or presents the coolest thing or the hardest thing. But you have to remember, if you are not doing anything, Right. If you currently do not exercise, but you want to start, something is better than nothing. So if you start training one day a week for the first month, that is going to be better than nothing. All right. That is a really important point. Probably the most important point. That is consistency. Okay. That's how you get consistency. Just doing something. Always better than nothing. From there, you may move 
to two days a week. After some period of time, three days a week. It could build up to all of a sudden you're doing four or five days a week of consistent exercise, all because you didn't go all in, all right? All because you just started small, you took it easy, you learnt, and you realised anything is better than what you're currently doing, which is nothing, okay? So that's always going to be the case. And that's kind of the, the way you can improve up to a point, okay? Until you need to start changing things. But that's further down the road. If you're doing nothing, start by doing something. Very small. Don't be overwhelmed. If you go with a coach, tell them that. Tell them you just want to start small. I often start clients at one day a week, two days a week. That's it. People will be like, well, that's not enough to get a six-pack. Not worried about a six-pack yet. We're worried about forming new habits that are going to stick for a long time. Okay. And the last one is train at home. Okay. So if you have some awareness of what to do, there's nothing wrong with getting some power bands, getting some dumbbells, getting a kettlebell, and training at home. You, you, you can have some great sessions training by yourself, hop in the garage, squats, push-ups, kettlebell swings, overhead pressing, things like that. You can have great sessions, all right? You can make up the sessions, right? By the way, there's no rules, so you can just do whatever you want. No one's watching. If you stuff up, who cares, right? But you don't have to go go far. You don't have to join anything. You're probably paying for equipment once off, and that's it. That's actually a lifetime investment, especially if you get some pretty good equipment. I've recently got a new kettlebell, and it's not like top of the range, but it is good quality. I'm going to have that thing for the rest of my life, all right? So I can just keep swinging, pressing, squatting, using that thing, okay? That's absolutely fantastic. So train at home is one of the ways you can get in, get motivated, start small by training at home, point four. If you don't know what you're doing, maybe you'll go point one, get a coach initially, and then you go to training at home. Maybe you'll get DVDs. I'm sure there's DVD out there, how to train at home. If there's not a DVD out there, how to train at home with a kettlebell, I need to do that. Can someone search that? I'm gonna, I might have to look that up after this. All right. So that's it. Five ways to get motivated. Get into exercise if you're not already. Don't try and overcomplicate it. Start small, all right? Let's go through them. Get a coach. Put some skin in the game. Go with a friend. Start small. Start small is probably the biggest one. Always remember, something is better than nothing. And finally, train at home. If you have any questions about this podcast or any others that you want to shoot through about nutrition, training, whatever, go on the website, hit the contact us, hit us up on Facebook, Peak Strength and Nutrition, Instagram, all the socials, it's all there. Until next time, guys, get motivated, get started, and get kicking ass.
Peace.